0: Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Today on the show, I am talking all about being unapologetic, and stepping into your power. This is the Sorry Not Sorry episode of the Practical Magic podcast. So I just want to ask you a question before I get going on this. How many times, roughly, a day would you say that you said sorry to people? I, you know the scene well, you're on a busy train or a tube or a bus and somebody bumps into you and you want to get past somebody who might be seemingly carrying the entire contents of their home on their shoulder. What's your immediate response? Do you A, ask that person to move or ask them to take their bag off the shoulder so you can get past? Do you B, push past them without saying a word, taking them in their bag with you in the wake? Or C, Do you apologise for the inconvenience of being in their way and try and limbo underneath them to get to where you need to get to? I'm betting that if you're really honest with yourself, as much as you would like to be either A or B, you're probably more likely to be C. Now I want you to take a little swing around your memory. Have a think about all the emails or texts you might have sent over the last month to a friend or a work colleague, your boss or a family member. How many of those interactions start with something along the lines of, I'm really sorry to bother you, but, or I hope you don't mind if I, or I'm just popping into your email too. I know this is a big one of mine. I usually start most of my emails with, I'm just dropping in with. And then ask yourself how many times you started a face-to-face conversation with somebody in the same way. Maybe you find yourself walking into a room and before you've even introduced yourself, you've said a sorry ...rather than introducing yourself by name. Just sorry to bother you. Does that sound like you? Yeah, it's me too. Or at least it was. Sorry about that. But let's get real about this. If you totted up the amount of times you dish out the apologies... ...in one form or another throughout the day or week or a month... ...it could get into really big numbers, right? Then relating this to how much you're being apologetic... ...for simply being you... ...it can have quite an impact... ...on our sense of self over a long period of time. Because over apologising directly relates to just how apologetic we can become in our lives. We play small, we shrink behind our sorries, we literally do not take up our rightful space in the world. Now, sorries can happen through words, as well as non-verbal communication such as body language and our presence... And it does tend to happen to women more than men. You just have to look at how much women wrap themselves into folded arms and legs on the tube or the bus, versus the guy that sat next to you with his legs spread so wide, he must be hiding an extra sausage factory in his underwear, right? So, really, for me and for us, it's time to put a pause on the apologies and start taking up our rightful spaces. And here's some ideas I use with my clients and with myself to get real about it. So what you can do is you can list out your sorries and make a note, take a diary for a week and just list out how many times you're apologising each day and the kind of things you apologise for. Whether it's walking into a room, disturbing somebody, joining a conversation or wanting to get past someone. Or wanting somebody to do something for you. And then understand your apologetic language. So it could be how you've got caught out by it. Have a think about what kind of language or words or turns of phrases you use which are apologetic. So some examples of this are, oh this little thing or I'm just popping by or I hope you don't mind. Does that make sense? God that's a big one of mine. I won't take a minute hope I'm not bothering you, would you mind if I, if you don't mind. So these things are seemingly everyday sentences, but they belie the sense of being in our power. So do have a run through what kind of apologetic language you use. Now, I know for most of us, we want just want to be polite. And there's nothing wrong with that. But notice when being polite is tipping into too much of giving your sense of yourself away. Where can you be more direct in your language? Where can you take out some of that floweriness and get to a point? It doesn't mean that you're being short. It doesn't mean that you're being cursory. It doesn't mean that you're being rude. It just means that you're getting to a point and you're doing so with confidence Therefore, the interaction that you get back will be much more powerful. Then go through and edit. So say if you're writing an email, have a look at where your apologetic language is. Then go back up to the top of the email and edit it out. Check it over for where you might be using that apologetic language or you might be keeping yourself small and then rewrite it if you want the answer to something, simply ask and then stop. It really is as simple as that. And then make your sorries count. So there's a saying that goes, we must must remember that an apology isn't an apology unless it's meaningful. So cutting back on sorries doesn't mean that you're going to be never apologizing again it just means that when you do have something to apologize for you actually mean it and therefore it has more potency to the person who's receiving it and also to yourself and then I've got a great mindfulness technique that I love love using it's called the stop technique and we can use this around apologetic language so think about before you do something we've got this amazing ability to stretch time and I love talking about this concept of time because it is really stretchy but there's an amount of time before a trigger comes in to our frame of reference and our response to it. It's a millisecond or so, but it gives us enough time to put a stopper in. Literally, that's what we do with the stop technique. So before you go to apologise for something or before you go to do your normal reaction of being apologetic, put this stop technique in. And the stop technique spells out stop. So S is stop. So stop before you respond. take a breath focus on how you're feeling and then again how you choose to respond O. observe what's going on and ask yourself what am I thinking how am I feeling what am I doing what are my intentions and how do I choose to respond in a way that works for both of us and then P proceed proceed with a renewed sense of where you're in control of your responses and feeling such so much more in your power. So it'll be really great to hear how you get on with the sorry not sorry being unapologetic challenge I'm setting for you this week. Do head over to iTunes and rate and review if you've enjoyed this Practical Magic podcast I will be back next week with an amazing guest. I'm really looking forward to welcoming Lola Hode onto the podcast. We're going to be talking all about community over competition. It's a really good one. So do stay tuned for that. And just finally, thank you again for everybody who took part in the Practical Magic Kickstarter campaign. If you did miss out on backing the campaign, you can go ahead and pre-order the deck over on practicalmagicliving.com where you'll find out all the information about the deck any prints that we've got on order and everything in between you can find all the show notes as always on www.kaitaylor.co forward slash podcasts so until next week take care and I will speak to you soon